This would be a great show. All right, let's go Sunday pour. It is the last episode of the week. Taping on Thursday, coming to you on Friday. It's uh, We have Islanders game uh, three in a 1-1 series. It's 1-1 in the game. Tampa's on a power play right now. Um, looking to take the lead here. And the Nets are about to head into halftime. And the, uh, uh, fucking Tampa did take the lead. And uh, Nets are about to head into halftime. They are down 11 with 16 seconds to go. So this could end up just being me and Ant doing some commentary um, or cursing out, you know, whatever gods we want to curse out because uh, fucking goal sneaks by Barlamov or Bucks fans are going bonkers in some – Times Square bullshit in Milwaukee. Uh, but it is also a cocktail night. It's Thursday. And as promised, I whipped up something before um, in the blender. Not going to make it live because here in the blender would probably suck. I just posted something to the Instagram page, um, a little video of me making this. But I'll say it right now, much better than, much better than the uh, gimlet from last week. It's the Pina Colada edition, right? Pina this Colada is, episode? Yes, Pina Colada night. Should have mentioned that. Um, and it's better. Yeah, I'm not, I'll probably never drink a gimlet again. The one and a half I had last week was more than enough. Pina Colada, I want to work on it. Like, it's good, but I have some work to do. So, I'll get there. Well, I mean, there's only one way to find out when it comes to a gimlet. You know what I mean? You find out the hard way. Mm-hmm. Did it for the, you did it for the, for the listeners, for the cast. I, yeah, I, I gave it a fair shot, you know. I figured it had a not, not a great reputation. It was only like one relatively, not obscure, successful author, screenwriter, whatever. But obscure to most people nowadays. Uh, that was, it wasn't like it was, you know, multiple people were drinking it in the 1960s. just fell out of favor. Yeah. Guy. I think Betty Draper was a gimlet drinker. Yeah, she seems like she'd be a gimlet drinker. Whereas something uh, light you can drink during the day, yeah, yeah. Whereas a pina colada, on the other hand, I mean, a nice hot summer night or summer day in the beach, everybody can anybody can drink a pina colada. Um, yeah, universally not- loved. I was having that conversation before with my wife. I feel like everyone likes pina coladas, right? How could you not? I think so. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably the one thing that unites us all. It's a milkshake. It's a coconut. Pineapple milkshake with booze, with booze. Most importantly, I didn't use the right coconut cream. You didn't use Coco Lopez. No, I couldn't find it, but I found like some coconut cream rum that might be. It's not as it's not thick, thick. I wonder if the cream makes a difference. I mean, it wasn't. I don't think. I don't think it really matters. It's a no. pina colada. No, no, I'm not. Like I said, I got a little work to do to perfect it, but it still drinks pretty good. So, what kind of rum did you use? Um, the dark one was a San Miguel and the white was uh, some Puerto Rican rum. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, so you use two different rums. Yeah. Yep. Is that tradition? Is that how it's supposed to be done? Uh, it was literally the first one that came up on Google. I have no idea. I did, I did minimal research. My only familiarity with rum is Bacardi Superior, and a little bit of Captain Morgan. Other than that, I don't know much about rum. Kraken, is that one? I, I've drank a bunch of, uh, I don't know if it's Dominican 
or Puerto Rican. I think it's Dominican rum because I've, I've always gotten rum like as a gift from certain members of uh, my wife's family. Like Christmas gifts, always like a bottle of rum. And the dark rum they give is fucking good, man. It's better, really? it's better, it's better than any Captain Morgan spice bullshit. It's better than any Bacardi. And it'll tell you something. Okay, so look, next time I see it, we're going to drink rum. I'll bring a bottle of rum because I got a ton of these things. We're going to drink some rum. Let's you don't get- fly through the rum in that house, really. It's it, it's it's like comes in waves. I mean, you know what the standard stuff over. It's it's mart it's a martini once in a while. It's brown. A lot of brown goes through uh, the recycle bins over here. Because um, I had a handle of rum at my old house five years, and it took me five years to go through it. I think this is the beginning. We mentioned rum a couple months ago, maybe a month and a half ago, and now we're starting off here. It's uh, June seventeenth, so I think we're on our way. To a rum Could be the house. summer of rum. I think we're, we're calling it right now. <laughs> summer of rum. Banging and gabbling. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> summer of rum. Finally, that's a summer that everybody can get behind, I think. There's always like, yeah. I don't know, what was last year? It was like hot girl summer. And this year, it's like, oh, it can't be hot girl summer. This year, it's got to be, you know, whatever. No, fucking. No, what? Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks declared it white boy summer. Uh, well, good thing nobody listens to fucking Chet Hanks, right? <laughs> Are you familiar with Chet Hanks at all? Yeah, I know a little. I don't know anything about him except like the three or four videos I've seen him do, which is just ridiculous that he's Tom Hanks' kid. And he talks in a Jamaican accent. And it's crazy he's Colin Hanks' brother, too. Doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. Car- uh, what's his face? Colin Hanks is like a carbon cutout of Tom. Mm-hmm. Carbon cutout, less talented Tom. And Chet is just, I mean, the stork must have left him. At the front <laughs> steps. I don't know where the fuck Chet came from. Nah, you guys an alien, man. Chester. I think his name Chester. Chester, right? Is it Chester? <laughs> you were asking Chester Cheetah. You were asking for some sort of trouble. You named your kid Chester. It, I mean, it could go two ways, and this is one of the ways it went. Oh, yeah. The other way is that you could become Colin Hanks. That's the other way. Probably better off of being Colin Hanks. Yes. Although, who knows? Chet's having a summer. I don't know. We'll see where he parlays this, you know? Yeah, I don't think Chet's having a bad life. I think he's doing okay. He's doing all right. Oh, but oh, getting back to the pina colada. Did you um, – so walk me through the process. Did you use frozen pineapple or, or regular pineapple? I didn't, I didn't use the frozen. I forgot to freeze them. I used the regular. I, I wanted Jeez. to use the frozen. I just forgot to freeze them. So you throw the light rum, dark rum, coconut cream, whatever yep. it is. Yep. Pineapple. Pineapple juice. Oh, pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. And what, what did I miss? Ice. I'm missing. Th- oh, ice. Yes, ice. Okay. Yep. Okay. Throw I'll write that water. down. So light rum, <laughs> dark rum. I'm gonna do frozen. I'll probably I'll probably end up doing. Well, I gotta see who's at my house next weekend. We Old do, people, I'm gonna have to use like no. Come, to, come over tomorrow night. I'll make some fucking pina coladas. Tomorrow night, it's possible. All right, good. Light rum, Light rum dark rum, frozen pineapple, ice. Oh, pineapple juice—that's the one I'd forget. And cream of coconut. All right, that's a good jumping-off point. So the the cream of coconut. You said I had 
this weird, it's, it's coconut rum cream, but there's booze in it. There's no booze in the cream of coconut. So I figured. No, right. I got the extra booze. You know, happy, happy to double down there. Nothing wrong with that. No, no. So, uh, uh, yeah, come by tomorrow at 7 o'clock. We'll make pina coladas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, have you ever, have you heard of a movie called The Disaster Artist? Yes. Did you see it, Franco? No. I don't like, I don't like, I don't particularly like the guy that they're, they like, they do the movie about. Really? What do you, you have know? against them? It just seems like a weirdo. I don't really care. I don't oh, really care about it. Complete I really, weirdo. I don't really care about his story. I mean, I don't mind that he's weird. I just don't care. That he came up with like the worst. That he came up with this movie that turned into the worst movie ever made. Yeah. That it yeah. was so bad that it has a cult following. Yes. Doesn't doesn't interest me at all. All right. Was it good? I watched, the movie? I watched the movie the other night. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Franco's good. Yeah. His last movie ever, I guess, since he's gone now. Uh, good cast. Rogan was in it. Uh, who else was in it? I know who was in it looking pretty good was uh, I had to look her up because I knew she looked familiar. Meadows' roommate from Columbia played the female oh. lead in the movie that they... Not Hunter Scangarello. Um, shit. What was Check, yeah. What was her Allie? name? Allie. Not Allie. Was it Allie? No, Allie was another high school friend. Allie's the one who kind of tried to kill herself. No it was a gesture, suicidal yeah, gesture. gestures. Yeah, no. Uh, whatever her name was, that's a kind, of, kind of Sopranos inside joke, dark humor. That if you never saw Sopranos, like what? <laughs> what are they laughing about? That's not funny. But <laughs> as Sopranos fans, it is. Well, uh, whatever. She looks good. She's blonde really? now. She, she stopped pulling her hair out. So good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good though. I knew I had already known the story. I had already yeah. seen I never watched the actual movie, but I saw the uh like the eight minute highlights or lowlights of the movie mm-hmm. on YouTube. I mean I think it's hysterical. I thought it was funny. There was like one award show where Franco won something and he went up there with the guy, Tommy Wysaw, that's his name. Yeah, something Tommy Wysaw. And, and the guy Tommy Wysaw tried to get on the mic and run and he just, Franco just pushed him away. He's like, nah, <laughs> like you're not saying anything over here, man. No shot. No, yeah, the guy's shot. The guy's absolutely shot. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I guess people, I don't, I don't know what, like, I, I guess people thought it was kind of a dick move, but maybe he was just trying to save him from himself <laughs> getting up there, making a fool of himself at the fucking Golden Globe. <laughs> I mean, Brothers. he does have a reputation to be a dick, Franco, but I could see keeping, wanting to keep this guy away from a microphone. Hey man, Franco Yale is a Yale guy, right? I'm just saying he has the reputation for being a dick. Ask Ian Hathaway. Hey, he was going to classes when that whole thing happened. Yeah, to be back or yeah, I think he was going to class. I think he went to class on Monday morning after hosting the Oscars. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. What year was that? It feels like it how long ago was he going to to Yale? No, he wasn't like a this is like when he was old. When he was older, it wasn't like oh, he was, it was 19. Like the arts, drama, arts, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it wasn't like he was nineteen years old doing it. He was, you know, probably in his twenties, I would guess. Oh, all right. So yeah, Franco, 
I'll make a comeback at some point. Everyone, everyone gets a second chance in Hollywood. What's his story? Is he is he actually a rapist or just kind of pregnant? Maybe Seth Rogen said he'd never work with him again. Ah, wow. Well, that's his ace. That's his. That's his guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, guy seems right. It's just like a good-looking dude. Like if he's got to do, if he's got to rape people, what's what's going on? Grape, I expect from like uh, some, like a Kendall Francois kind kind of guy. Right, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I met a dude at the owl shop that was giving off Hannibal Lecter vibes. Oh, how did that happen? Sitting outside by himself. Just wanted someone. Just wanted to talk to people, and I swear to God, the guy was dressed like Lecter and even talked like him a little bit. Was he in, like in the bag? No, it was in the olive shop. No, was he in the bag? Oh, probably. I mean, he was having a Stella. He was talking about how much he likes smoking, and as soon as he got up to leave, I was like, "That's the type of guy who, if we're interviewed." Weeks, months, years later, and like, hey, were there any signs? It's like, yes, I knew he was. I called it that he was a serial killer eight seconds after meeting him. And the kicker is, I've seen this guy twice since since that uh, encounter a week ago, sitting on a bench on the green. So I'm pretty sure he's homeless, and he's still got the Hannibal Lecter get up on. So I'm pretty sure he's homeless. Still not ruling out that he's a serial killer. Or he's stalking you, and you're his next victim. Not ruling anything out. Yeah, I'd watch your back, man. There are no coincidences. I think this guy is just likes to smoke cigarettes and creep on people in the park. <laughs> he was waxing poetic about cigarettes? I don't know what he was smoking. He was talking about how he loves smoking. <laughs> Said it's his only, it's, it's the one vice he wouldn't give up. He'd give up everything else. And he did mention women, which makes me think murdering women? what would you give up murdering them (laughs) what would you give up first (laughs) eating the flesh of uh, a barely breathing woman that you've recently murdered or (laughs) lights yeah and Hannibal's I think he was smoking those little some little cigar cigarettes they weren't regular cigarettes whatever it was oh they dark like the little cigarillos or yeah Romeo whatever those are. probably yeah in Hannibal Lecter's defense he did kill men and women it wasn't just one-sided you can't cancel Hannibal Lecter oh I don't think no I don't think serial killers get canceled no second chances maybe but not, not canceled what a terrifying fucking dude where does he rank in terms of terrifying villains? Because hmm. he's not the traditional superhero villain. And he's also not the traditional, like, thrasher villain. He's, like a, he's a human. Yeah, he's I don't even been, know what, he's also, what to call him. He's also smarter than, like, 99.95% of the people out there. He's an intellect, which makes him even scarier. Yes. It's like if I talk long enough with this guy, he's going to talk his way into killing me. Yeah, it'll probably make me think it's a great idea. Like, yeah, you know what? They're this sound delicious. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Uh, which part of my thigh do you think tastes the meat? This tastes the uh, most like chicken. This the top part. You to go down below here. <laughs> Man, Hannibal. I can't remember the first time seeing that movie, but yeah, that was a uh, that was a sight, man. That first time watching Silence of the Lambs. I was I was thrown. I know it was because that, that first meeting that she has with him, like down the basement, or whatever. When he's behind, know, is he in the jail cell or is he? I think he's behind um, glass. He, yeah, I think he's behind glass, but other inmates down there aren't. Because on the way out, some some guy just finishes whacking off and throws jizz on her. Right. And that right. Threw, I was just gonna say, yep. That threw me more than anything that Lecter did. I was like, oh, that is just rude. Why? Right. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Gained oh, a little that, bit of sympathy for Hannibal. Like that guy should be the one behind the glass. Yeah. Uh, there's. I want a little backstory on that guy. Why is that guy down there? The jizz thrower. What did he do in real, like real life? If he's gonna do that, the second anybody walks down there. Yeah. They need that guy's back. They need a spinoff. A spinoff of the. For, jizz. Forget about Red Dragon. I need to know what the jizz guy's doing. <laughs> <laughs> The Red Dragon was creepy too, man. That, that's one with Leota, right? That was Hannibal. Oh, okay. That was when Julianne Moore came back and played the uh, Clar- uh, Clarice. Oh, role. okay. Right, right, right. I didn't see the Red Dragon one. That was Ed Norton. I never, I never made it to that okay. one. There may yeah. be another one after that. I don't remember. There's a series too, Hannibal series, TV show. Yeah, they just keep – Hollywood will just keep rebooting. We talked about it. They will just keep rebooting. It's like running the pick and roll, man. Until it doesn't work, until people stop watching, they'll just keep doing the same shit. Yeah, and, that, and then I even did two or three. <laughs> I may even try a couple more times and throw a couple bricks, and then they'll quit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. A few <laughs> bricks. Oh, man. Yeah, there's uh, – you already mentioned it to the listeners. There are two big playoff games going on, so uh, full disclosure, you may have to sit here and listen to a lot of reaction. Yeah, there's going to be some. Ooh. And I guess we should do a good job. I told myself like when I, was, when I knew we were doing it on Thursday night, I was like, when we do react, we have to do a good job of explaining what we're reacting to. Because I don't know if we've always done that. It's like – if we just react, then I don't think the listeners are really going to find it that entertaining. We got to give them like the Francesa, That's exactly fair, yeah. what just happened. That's fair, yeah. More better than that, but yeah, same idea. <laughs> and I and I haven't even turned the A game on in an inning or so, but they even went ahead. Yeah, Stan had a dinger. Judge robbed the dinger. I saw the judge robbery. That's the last thing I saw. Oh, is it pretty or is like was a nice. Uh... Oh yeah, full yeah. He had, he had some ups. Had to get he nice. had to get up there. Nice. Um, <clears throat> speaking of movies, I saw I can't remember the second one. I saw trailers for two gangster movies coming out within the next month or so. That I'm kind of looking forward to both of them. The first okay. one, the first one is called Lansky. Pretty straightforward. It's Harvey Keitel plays older Meyer Lansky. And he's talking to some reporter, and there's some, you know, the, the reporter is talking to the FBI, or, or is he talking to the FBI? Is the FBI just making it look like he's talking to him? And there's some, you know, flashbacks type stuff to like Lansky's life early on. Um, looks that, I mean, anything with Keitel 
you know, old school gangsters. I'm, I'm in, right? That's, right. that's fine. The other one is called, uh, that's going to sound like it's, it's going to sound, the, the title, they probably should have done a better job of the title, but it's called The Birthday Cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically some guy died and the mom, the wife of this guy, who is Lorraine Bracco, makes a birthday cake or something or something like every every anniversary of his death. And the kid like brings it to I don't know if he brings it to the cemetery or brings it to like his friends or something. I didn't quite get the gist of that. But like all his friends, like big pussies in it. Um shit. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of names in it, but the big name in it, and I think he's like the main like the boss is Val Kilmer. Wow. Which is Val Kilmer. Yeah, which is incredible because he's got all kinds of health issues, right? Um, but he yeah, it that it, that was a draw. So that's coming out, I think, within the next month or two. So I'm looking for I get excited for new gangster movies. Some of them are terrible. Um but I guess you know, one like that with the 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 birthday cake one had a had a lot of Sopranos alums in it. So I was pretty excited for that. And that's the one with Kilmer in it. Yeah. Maybe Kilmer's making a comeback. He's like, rum. Uh, Kilmer's just been like, ill for a while, I think. I think he's, 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 he's got a documentary coming out about his life, which is pretty cool. There you go. Documentary, yeah. birthday cake, Top yeah. Gun 2. Did he make it in that? I hope so. I it's think he made it in Top Gun 2. Good. Yeah, this is the summer of Kilmer, too. Coming back, man. I know he did have some health issues. I forget exactly what happened with him, but he he I saw on some rough times, right? Like serious life threatening issues. I, I got the impression it was, but I never got like that urgency like in the reports. I don't know if it was like a throat issue, throat cancer. Maybe? Throat. That sounds right. Throat. Throat but, sounds right. But he's wearing in the movie. He's wearing an ascot. But I think he always wears that ascot like around his neck. Uh-uh, For the character or. In both, You're talking about both the character and I don't, but I also don't think he takes it off. Period. Like in real life now, He's gonna have to take it off for uh, Top Gun though. I don't, I don't see Ice Iceman doesn't wear an ascot. No, but he could have like a scarf or something, right? Like a Red Baron type scarf. Uh, yeah, I mean it could work. I don't even know. I gotta check if he was in the movie. I think it was rumored that he was in it. I think it's him. I know John Hamm is in it. Yeah. The only person – and what's her name just didn't come back. That's the only person that didn't come back. Bullshit. Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, I mean, it's Hollywood. They're not going to let – I mean, she's older now. She was, she was, she was a cougar back then. Well, how old's Cruz now? 60. You can't bring Kelly McGillis back. I mean, sure you can. Why not? It's bullshit. You think they're, you think they're still together? They Maverick. Could bring, they could, no, but, I mean, they could have, like, a couple of kids together. <laughs> Ex ex wife, yeah, for sure. Maybe not even, you know. Maybe not even. No Meg Ryan either. I'm assuming. I would have guessed not. No, probably stays pretty far away from uh, the academy these days. And who else was in to- uh, Tom Skerritt? Was in Top Gun. I would say Skerritt might make an appearance in two. Possible. Yeah. Oh, that one I got to see in the theaters. I think. I think I might take my kid to see that one. What's what do you think Top Gun Two will be rated? PG thirteen. Yeah, that'd be my guess too. 
Top Gun is PG. Different, well, Top Gun's what eighty six. Yeah, they're different standards back then. Yeah, I mean, nothing really that bad. And if there's that one love making scene, I I could see a PG rating for that because PG thirteen came dun, out. Dun, in, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's romantic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a romance. It's a, it's a shady rom- romance movie. Top Gun. Yeah, he gets the girl. That they slow it down a lot in the middle. After that, after that very oiled down uh, volleyball scene. Yes. They slow the movie slows down a lot. Like for a movie like that, it slows down a lot. Yeah, it's not a great movie. It's a, it's a it's like a action slash love flick. You know what I mean? You got the action. Wait a second. You got the love angle. It's definitely a great movie. Oh, you're a, you're a huge Top Gun guy. I love Top Gun. Yeah. Okay. I celebrate the whole Tom Cruise '80s canon is like incredible to me. I never saw Risky Business. But, I never saw Risky Business. But Top Gun, Cocktail, um, like everything. Rain up- Man. Rain Man, everything up until A Few Good Men is like. You don't give him. What about Jerry Maguire? You got to give him through Jerry Maguire. Yeah, but like to top, like up to A Few Good Men was always like th- those movies I mentioned. It was always him and some older star. Although the guy in Cocktail wasn't really a star, but it was him and some older character. <laughs> no, right. Um, I mean, I guess you could say scare it. In Top Gun, and uh, Cocktail was that guy. Few good men, obviously, is Jack. Right. What else? What else am I missing? Rain Man and in- Hoffman. Jerry Maguire was all him. It was like Tom Cruise. That's it. Like Tom Cruise. There's you know, Cuba Gooding was in it. Uh, so you're saying they finally gave Jerry- they finally gave Cruise the the keys? You're saying. I'm sure he had it at some point before then, and and he oh and the color of money even because that's him and Newman would Newman him and Newman yeah. Man, yeah. Um, Did you ever see Born on the Fourth of July? I think that's the '80s. That's a real depressing probably, one. I've not seen it, but uh, yeah, that probably doesn't fit into to my to my argument here. So, well, who else? I, I can't even remember who else is in that. I really don't remember. What do you remember about a movie? Like you said, it's depressing. Is it as depressing as the Deer Hunter? Uh, I mean, Deer Hunter is a much better movie. Okay. I still remember coming back from Vietnam, and I'm pretty sure he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. It doesn't really get much more depressing than that. And he's all fucked. Well, he's like the, the stereotypical Vietnam vet. Well, the end, the end of Deer Hunter is the most depressing. I mean, probably the most depressing, like 90 minutes, but really the most depressing like six minutes of any movie is the very end. Oh yeah. When, when Nick finally. Yeah. Blasts himself. Yeah. And then they're all in the bar. And, uh, that's it. What do they say? They sing something, right? Some patriotic song. Oh man. It is. It is. Oh, is it my country? Tis of thee. It might be. Is that the name of the song? No, that's how it starts. It might be. It's very oh man. Just Islanders got stoned. 
Yeah, 15 minutes left in the third. And uh, I don't know. It's going to take a lot to get on past this fucking guy. Yeah, they didn't look – the Islanders have not looked sharp. As sharp as they were on game one, they have not looked that sharp since. That, they looked – in the beginning of game two, they, they did. Barlamov stood on his head for like an early four on three and then five on four for a minute. Um, and they looked great then. And that was, but it was mostly because of Varlamov, the goalie. Uh, they have not looked sharp since game one. Right. I said it, Varlamov and Barzell. That's, that's who they need. Like I just, it just feels like the goalie has to stand on his head because it feels like they're playing a better team. The fucking Lightning, I don't know, man. They got so many guys. Yeah. They got good, good D. How do you run with them, though? I mean, they're in it. They got, oh, yeah, they're scrappy. They have, they have they're op- scrappy. They have opportunities. Uh, and Nets are down 13 right now with 620 in the third. Yeah, the Nets went from super team to 2007 Cavaliers, just standing around watching one guy play. Yeah. Real the, fast. Uh, that, the, the, I think, well, I don't know if it was the last episode. Whenever they were up 2-0, I gave praise to the, uh, the supporting cast, and they have just disappeared, man. Every single one of them has disappeared, except for Jeff Green. Well, yeah, they don't win the other night with Jeff Green. And for, and for those people who had a problem with my uh, Steph Curry take <laughs> from a couple weeks ago, yeah. like, go rewatch game five. That's an all-time elite, you know, immortal player. That's what he does. Curry's never done that, okay, and he never will do that. That's the difference between – a guy like Durant and Curry. And Durant has a lot to prove as a net, but I'm just saying. Because I don't even know if they're getting through the series because they fucking stink. Their supporting cast stinks. Um, yeah, Joe Harris can't hit a shot. Well, I mean, Joe Harris is what he is. Like, lot, I mean, but this ain't Orlando. Of, this ain't Orlando in November on a Tuesday night. Yeah, but you kind of count on him. If you have a couple – if you have three other guys in the court that can score and he's your fourth option and he gets open – Got to figure it out. Got to hit. He's got to drop it. Not a playoff guy. Oof! It's not looking like he is. Sucked against Philly two years ago. Not a not a playoff guy. Uh, they need Harden. Well, right now on the road, they need Harden. That's the second guy, and he actually has played all right tonight. And they're still down eleven because Durant's not going to match what he did the other night. And it's stars on the road. Role players play big at home. That's it. You know, I mean, you're not. That's Jeff Green's not going to match what he did the other night. Oh, man, he's got away with a walk. No, he'll play well, but uh, not like that. That was like, no, was the NBA of, the other night. It was out of his mind. Yeah, I was, I was audibly gasping with each shot he had. Couldn't <laughs> believe it, it, didn't even, it didn't even make sense. They were just, they weren't touching the rim. No, none of that game really made sense to me. It was unbelievable. They should not have won that game. No, the series should be over. It, yeah, well. If this game finishes right now, yeah, it was uh, it was unbelievable watching that whole the comeback and the second half. Like I thought they were dead in the first half, man, and then Dur- and Durant just did what he did, and it, it like it's still it's indescribable what he did. It was so you so impressive and so just it's not it's nothing it's nothing you see. I mean, it happens occasionally. And when you see it, you're just like, well, I'm just fucking glad I watched this game because we'll be talking about it for a long time. 
Well, they got to win the series. That's the only problem. It gets it gets lost if they don't win the series. Well, yeah. I mean, the Nets. We'll talk about it for a long time because if that's the only bright spot of you know whatever happens over the next uh, few years, <laughs> that's the Nets will keep talking about it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, if, if that's the game everyone's talking about ten years from now in the Durant era, then we're in trouble. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It should de- it should definitely be mentioned, but hopefully it's not the game that people are talking about. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Milwaukee seems like. I mean, I don't know how they lost that game. You know, I know it took a heroic performance from Durant. Yeah. But I don't know how they lost that game. I don't know if they're poorly coached, if they're just the players are stupid. That's the way Barkley tried to make it seem. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You don't want to get into a game seven because I just feel like the Bucks have more guys, especially with Kyrie hurt and Harden injured. Like, where are the Nets going for – where are they going for points? I mean, you know where they're going. Then That might be the problem. Everybody knows where they're going. I mean, I know they'll play better in their building, but, like, on the road, it just doesn't feel like they have enough offense. I mean, who's out there right now? Shamit. I mean, you got to put Green out there. Green has to play. So, Green, Durant, and Harden are probably your three best offensive options. And then you have Griffin. I mean. And they're counting way too heavily on Griffin. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a point in the other night's game where he hit a three, and then he took a three the next possession down, or the or maybe like two possessions later, he took another three. I'm like, no, this is not how you make a comeback. <laughs> like, this is not going to work. If you're going to rely on Blake Griffin chucking up threes, you might as well just call it a night. Yeah, it, 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 but they, I mean, I feel like the guy, everyone around, just felt the desperation. Like we need points somehow. Mm-hmm. Bruce Brown, here he comes. Bruce Brown coming in. Maybe he can give him something. Like, I don't know. There's just grasping at the straws. And there's Nick Swisher. I mean, uh, Joe Harris coming back in. <laughs> um, um, you just got to hope somebody's got to start sitting. Somebody's got to hit shots. Somebody's got, they, you got to step up. I mean, nope. In the playoffs, you know, there's, there's guys who are decent regular season players that become heroes in the playoffs. Uh, the guys you never expected. To become heroes, Jeff Green. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, Milwaukee's shooting one of eight. Man, Milwaukee's not even shooting well, and they're they're up nine. Well, do it again. Break their hearts. Durant again, man. This yeah, guy is just, just... One, this is third, third or fourth time in a row. It's been a one on one. Ooh, ball fake jumper, good. Um, yeah, it's like four possessions in a row. He's just gone one on one. What did you think about Reggie Miller's take that they shouldn't play Durant or Harden tonight? They should just punt it. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and it's so fucking stupid. He tweeted it right after game five, too. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, do you think it was like tongue-in-cheek, like smart-ass, because everybody does like the day of rest bullshit now? Uh, it could have been. I don't know. I really don't know. I think I tend to think he was serious, but I, I really have no idea. He could have been just being a wise ass on social media. Yeah. I think he was serious though. Which is it's incredibly stupid. Yeah. I mean if that if that's if if you're if that's what you guys are, you guys are 75%, you know, like whatever. You go out you go out for battle. It's just how it is. I'm Jesus, can you map like first of all, when you watch the game, they sat these two guys. No, I, I, I don't think they would have had a shot if they sat harder. I think if they sat harder, they're, they're done. Yeah. 
It's yeah. hard, and you you need superstars on the road in the playoffs. It's simple as that. And you know what I mean with Kyrie out, you need another superstar. Yeah, and Harden in the first half of the last game tried to do way too much, like too quickly. Like he's just coming back in after I forget how many how much time he had missed, but way too much time missed, and trying to do too much off the bat, and was not hitting his shots, making yeah. some errant, errant <laughs> passes, and he really settled down and like played within himself in the second half. And that was a big help too. I mean, that's just not not trying to be a hero. Not he had like we had a great pass to actually Joe Harris underneath. Yeah. Um, great pick by Durant, but uh, sorry, Islanders are moving here. His um, brain turns to mush at times, so hard. I don't know if it's at the playoff, his playoff brain or what, but his brain just short circuits sometimes in big spots. Like he had three turnovers on like the first three possessions tonight. I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, I know he's hurt, so it's hard to get on him. Yeah. Uh, and they do need him, so I don't want to. Yeah, I've been like one of Harden's biggest fans, but he, uh, you do see some of the playoff Harden at times. Like the other night, even you saw yeah. it. But again, he's, you know, I know he's playing on one leg, so you don't want to kill him too much. <laughs> that's such, that's such a fan, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a fan, um, not making excuses, but rationalization in your head. Like, oh, well, you know, I know he sucked in the playoff. He's had some bad playoff moments in Houston, but he's hurt this year. It's a much, it's a different situation in Brooklyn. You know, it'll be fine. You know, if he's uh, that's what I'm trying. I don't believe it. Like, part of me doesn't believe it, but I'm just trying to convince myself. Like, yeah, he's playing on one leg, even though he keeps, you know, he's doing dumb shit. And I did curse him out a couple times the other night and tonight. But it's because I hold him to a higher standard. I bet I've, I've defended Harden. I didn't really defend him in Houston too much because he had some playoff games that were indefensible. But, but I defended him as a number one option. So I just want him. And I defend the trade because. I mean, you saw Durant's the guy. It's not like Harden's got to close games out. Right. But yeah. he's got to give you something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you need to be, play, need to be a playmaker and a smart one at that. Right. Facilitator. Yeah. Make everyone around them better. Yeah. yeah. That's, I just worry about him at times because uh, he just seems like he loses it. You're right not sure you want him making the big decision. Like that possession where they were up four the other night and he just jumped up. They were practically at midcourt and traveled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what he was doing there. I definitely cursed him out on that play for sure. Right. That's just, that's just kind of not playing. It's not playing within yourself. That's trying to do too much in a moment where you have to kind of just do make the one right good play. Right. Playoffs, but I was vintage uh, playoff hard in there. Yeah. That's it's vintage. Scary, scary, scary to think about. Uh, so Nets are down nine. There it is. That's making a play with making a play, facilitating. Oh, okay. I got. Oh, it's a nice pass. I got a little bit of a delay on the basketball All game, right. so I got it on the. I got it on the iPad. All right. And I got yeah, Durant on. has. How many plays? This guy is he gonna have to score fifty again? He might have to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and the Bucks need to keep on missing. That'd be helpful. Right. The thing about – this is the thing. that This is the positive. I'll, I'll try and be positive for a second. Milwaukee has had some shortcomings in the playoffs, and you saw them kind of gag a little bit the other night. If you can get them in a tight game down the stretch, one possession game, they could start to get a little tight. Start to get a little tight. Yeah. Even that last possession the other night. 
Um, Which one? The Giannis Fader. Giannis was, was terrible. Giannis was juggling it. Yeah. The uh, oh that one too. The Giannis fadeaway was mind-boggling. Harden mm. waved off a double team. I mean, did you see the turnover at midcourt before where Harden stole it and had a clear lane? And he was like, I can't. I literally can't take it. I like, he would have took it, you know, from half court to the hole probably, at least gotten fouled, and he just broke – he just stopped. He was like, I can't – I have no leg. Tonight I didn't see it. Yeah. I missed that one. Like, that's the guy – Giannis took a fadeaway jumper on him. Yeah. Tie game. It's like a minute and a half. Like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, that's just – I don't know. I don't know if, somebody, if they want – they just want to look pretty because it's going to be you know, their highlight moment. They try and do something that's not, you know. I mean, he, he just drives to the rack every time, Giannis. You're in trouble. I mean, he's so long and strong and and uh, athletic that he's just gonna be, you know, he's gonna put it over you and lay it up and in. It's yeah. You know. He's got to work on the shooting. I actually like Giannis. Um, I don't have no problem with him other than he plays for the fucking Bucks, but I like that he re-upped with them. Did he sign a long-term contract with them? Is that right? I, I think he did. So I, I like the fact that he's going to stick around there. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, what did you think about Philly? Man, I shut that game off last night. I I saw Dwight Howard in the game, and I was like, that's it for me. I'm going to – I'm just going to not watch basketball tonight. And then, like, I saw text going through. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And uh, it was too late by the time I figured out what I was missing. Uh, how it was – everybody seems like it was just like a choke job. That's every – the word I hear is they just choked. I mean, they were up – I don't know what their biggest lead was, but going into the fourth, I think they were up to 18. I'm not even sure. It was, it was bad, though. It was bad. I, tur- I didn't turn it on until it was about 10. I was like, all right. It's close, it's close enough now where I can give it a look. But even then, I still didn't think they were going to blow it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought – I mean, 48 hours ago when they were up 18 in uh, – was it game four? Yeah, game four in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was fully prepared to just call Philly the best team in the East and just like, concede the East to them. Like, I, they're just the best team. I just thought they were the best team. And now, like, I don't know what the fuck. I, mean, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I thought for sure that they were uh, going to just win Game Five, Game Six, go on to the Easter. I got because coming in, I thought the winner of Bucks Nets was going to the finals. Now, after watching these two teams play, I don't know which team I dislike more. I mean, get it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you said it. I think. You, oh, fucking Islanders! Great, great chance. And uh, I don't know if I got knocked down for the net. Um, Nets, are, Nets are down 11 heading into the fourth. You said, you said on a Monday, just every time we have a show, your opinion changes on the East. I think you said on the East specifically. I, I mean, I still feel like Philly's the best team. I just don't – I don't know, man. Body language. It was like before the Hawks had even gone ahead – like, they, they had made it a two-point game. Like, Embiid was already shrugging his shoulders. Simmons was scared out of his mind. Yeah. Tobias Harris wants nothing to do with the ball. And then Seth Curry ends up taking the most important shot of the game when they're down three with uh, 
45 seconds left, and I, you know, bricks it. Obviously, I think the, I he think, had a, he had a great game too, Seth Curry. So I don't want to get on him, but uh, you know, Seth Curry's not. It's got to be your stars. I always stars in the playoffs. You need stars. Oh, who's gonna shoot? Who's gonna shoot it though? If it's Embiid. Not Curry. Yeah, got to be Embiid. That's the problem with the big man, though. He could shoot though. Embiid is a shooter. He's just he is not. I mean, he was awesome. He was like he he came out. I feel like he was eight of eight, like out of the gate. Well, but here's the difference though. If you're end of the game, you got to kind of create your own shot most of the time, right? Like. You're not really doing it. What, what do you want him? Like, is he a post-up shooter or is he going to take off the dribble? Or is he going to be giving the ball in a certain position to make it? I think he could take some guys off the dribble. All right. All I right. think he's really good at beat. He's just missing uh, – the. it's the mental aspect that's missing with him. And, sir, I mean, I don't know. He's always sucking winning these games too. So, it could be a conditioning thing also. Hmm. But uh, his game – I don't think his game is necessarily the issue. Simmons, yeah, his game, he can't shoot. Yeah. If you have to pull ben, if you have to pull him out of the game yeah, late, right. late in games cuz yeah. this guy can't shoot the ball, can't shoot free throws, there's there's an issue there. Yeah. Like I I when 2 years ago when they got beat in the playoffs again, I think it was like their second straight year they got beat at third, I thought they should have moved Simmons. I know there was talk about breaking them up, and I was like, you definitely shouldn't trade Embiid. Simmons is like, the definitely guy. trade. Simmons is the guy you got to move. Yeah. And then, you know, you end up with Seth Curry taking the most important shot, which – and that's got to be Embiid. Simmons hasn't – I mean, he's got, like, a lot of tools, but he hasn't developed the one weakness, like the one main weakness that he has had pretty much since the get-go. Was that Embiid? No, Simmons. He just hasn't taken oh, a step like, yeah. scoring-wise. Everybody, you know, the, the coming into the league, everybody kind of thought, like, well, give him a couple of years, develop it, and I'll figure it out on the fly. He just hasn't done it. Yeah, I hated him coming out of college. I don't know why. I just hated him at LSU. He, he, he was, was just important. one of those guys who went – yeah, that's definitely part of it. He went through the motions. Yeah. In and college. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Go there and play. Go there and play is right. Yeah. Uh, I think they just called Urshela's ball fair when it was clearly foul. Looking at this replay, the ball definitely disappears. Yeah, it's a foul ball. Fraudulent update from ESPN. ESPN gave him a dinger, gave him a home run. ESPN, I got an update and I turned it on, and they're, they're reviewing it right now. It definitely was a foul ball. I'm going to change the channel. I'm pretty confident that's getting called back. Holy shit. I mean, Allender's had like a third of them that open. I don't know if he pull, I don't know if they, they pulled it or it got blocked. I don't know what happened. If it went past the net or just if it got blocked. That was. Yeah, Tampa is just. Tampa's annoying. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting annoying. Allender's had some chances, though. They're knocking the door. It's similar. It's it does feel like the the series from last year when it was just. Uh, I feel like they got beat two one every in game, game six overtime. I don't remember the scores, but every game is tight though with these, with these two teams. Yeah, I mean, I understand in the playoffs it, it comes down. These are the types of games, you know. Yeah. It's always low scoring. So five minutes left in this game. I don't know. They got to find a way to squeak one past this guy and get it to overtime. 
Yeah. Remember, um, do you remember uh, Seth Curry in college when he was in Duke? I remember it was like he had one big shot against UNC at home, right? A big three. You might, you might be thinking of Austin Rivers. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, they did have a they did have the net a little bit. It was a nice pass from Everly, and somebody kind of whiffed on it. Oh, it's uh, yeah, side of the net. Whatever his name is, Komarov. Um, the best thing about Seth, I I mean I hated him just because he was with Duke. That was like the first strike against them. There's really two strikes against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went he went to I think it was when he was a freshman. Maybe a sophomore. I don't know. I have no idea how many years he was even there. Mm-hmm. They go to play Virginia Tech on a Saturday night, prime time. Duke's number one in the country. Vatek, I have no idea if they were ranked or not, but a decent, decent team. I think Bruce Greenberg. Was that his name? Brian Bruce Greenberg? Oh, he's on ESPN now. He's coaching the team. Not important. Uh, but Dell Curry went to Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit, two-on-one here. Nope, broken up. All right, uh, Del Curry went to Virginia Tech. He's sitting there behind the Duke bench in a Duke shirt. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is chanting, who's your daddy at Seth? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he had a horrendous game. Turned the ball over at the end of the game, fouled out, and put up a goose egg. <sighs> Did not oh, score a point. I think he may have been a freshman, so I don't know if he was the best player on the team yet. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, – I mean, he was rattled. I remember Coach K having to take him out of the game. I got to find highlights of that game, find out what year it was from. Probably like, It's almost probably 10 years ago. Is Seth Curry like a veteran now? <laughs> a veteran in the league? I think all these guys are veterans. Either yeah, Embiid, Simmons, I think they're all kind of veterans now. They've been through the ringer a few times. I've been to the playoffs enough times. And, I, and also in Seth's case, when you have when you have a father that was in a league and a brother that's you know multiple MVP, I think he grows yeah. a little faster. Like you're you're, you're de- he's definitely better in status. Yeah, because he kind of. I think in. he's just older. I think he's just older than we think. Like he might be thirty years old. Thirty. Seth, you think he's older? No, I I just I feel, I feel like everybody in the NBA is twenty something years old, <laughs> except for the Nets players. Right. Seth Curry. How old is Seth Curry? 30 years old. Nailed it. On the dot. Yeah, you don't see, you don't think of it. He's got, he's got the baby face too. But you figure Steph is early 30s, and he's only a couple years yeah. older than him. Yeah, actually, you think of him as the younger brother too, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean, is this going to shape up to be a shitty night? It's not. Not a good night if you root for the New York sports team, except for, ironically, the Yankees. They look like they may pull it out. But I also wouldn't, also wouldn't cash that ticket yet. Yeah, I almost blew it last night. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. All right, so 219 left in the Isles game, and uh, they got to think about pulling Farlamov, clearly. Yeah, he's, coming, he's coming out any second now. Oh, Nets right. are down. Nets are down ten with nine and a half to go. Yeah, you got to get the puck out of your zone if you're going to pull the goalie. Yeah, it's all yeah, that's all puck, puck control. I just want to keep it down here. And there's no if you're. I mean, there's nothing better 
if your team is up and you see them like just deny the deny any kind of movement with the puck and they keep it in their zone, great battling against the boards, which is what they're doing now. It's what they, the Islanders did to the Bruins, and I think it was yeah. game six. They just played yeah. keep away for two minutes. It was incredible. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, Barzal just whiffed. And it was just hit. It was between, nothing was between him and the goalie. He just whiffed. Guy diving to keep it over the blue line so he don't go offsides, and they clear it. Not, yeah. not going to go in. Islanders reset with a buck 23 left. Just hit a fucking skate in front or something. Uh, I need to see. Oh man, that's nope, nope. Giving it away at the uh, blue line. You got a little bit of daylight. That was game right there. Oh yeah, I thought it was. G- give me a, give me a deflection past this dickhead. Something. Something. Get the. Cr- Let's go. Ah. Got in front of that. Yeah, now you gotta move uh, around. Move the puck around. Under, under a minute left. A little bit here. There you go. Go. Moving around down low on net. Uh, it's cleared. 45 seconds left. Running out of time. Anders might have one more run. A little quick change here. Get some fresh legs on the ice. Uh, broken up the blue line. Tampa's got it. Flipping it. 30 seconds left. That mid-ice. Barzal. No, no. It's, uh, now it's keep away time. Yep. Keep away. I'm just gonna need they're gonna need a, a miracle. miracle here, folks. 13 seconds, they're wrong end of the ice. They have yep. the going the wrong way, and, and that's gonna matter. Do oh, yep. got knocked down, but that's gonna do it. That's it. All right, well, here comes uh, just in time, Shit. fucking well, goal at the end of the second period. Yeah, power play. Do they always commit a penalty after they score a goal, or is it just me? No, no, I think I and, and do they and do they always just and do they always fall behind one nothing in games? No, no, it's not you. No, they, no, no, it is you. I think. I mean, they don't always fall behind. I feel like they never score first. No, I don't think that's accurate. Now you're gonna make me have to go back. <laughs> I'm gonna say it doesn't happen. I have to go back to their first game of the playoffs. If you want to, I don't. If it's every game, I'd be crazy. I feel like they definitely have fallen behind one nothing more than they've gone up one nothing. The uh, penalty, the that penalty, the Palak one. I was, I mean, he should just. That was a bad penalty. I didn't even see it. He's, I, I you know what the call was. He's like he was pushing a guy from behind, basically. And the Nets are down ten, which they've been all night. Oh, Joe Harris, the crossover dribble to the rack. That's what I'm talking about. Take it to the hoop. Stop shooting. That's what they need, man. 7-0, the last 218. 7-0. So they were actually down 15. Are we on the same, <coughs> are we on the same page now? Because I put on the TV. I got 854 on the clock. Yes, that's exactly right. <sighs> nice. Forced turnover. <laughs> I stayed up for Clippers <coughs> Jazz last night. Yeah. Ian Eagle was incredible. Incredible on the call. I hope he does the Western Conference Finals. Or no, I think the East is on TNT. Is the East? Yeah, the East is on TNT. I hope he does it over Marv because Marv's shot. Yeah, Mar- yeah. I hate to say it. Marv still sounds great because it's Marv. That's oh, it's a big one. Come on, Swisher. 
don't say it. Well, Swisher didn't want a ring, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Marv still sounds great because he's still got the per- it's still got the Marv voice, but sometimes he's just he's a he's little- nostalgia at this. He's a nostalgia act at yeah. this point. And Grant was he doing the game with Grant Hill? I think so. Grant Hill is so vanilla. He belongs in college. Yeah, I like him in the college games. I like him in college because it's you know you're not gonna like go after college kids, but I need someone with a little more edge. Yeah, it is a little. It's it's weird hearing him called the NBA. Yeah, he's uh, I don't know. They like him though. I think they like him. Whatever was it? ABC. I mean, is this guy gonna be calling the Final Four and Conference Finals? It's it's a lot, a lot on his plate, man. I don't think he's that good. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I like Grant Hill. It's just he's, he's co- to me he's a college analyst. Yeah. I mean Stan Van he's Stan Van Gundy just got fired. Gave, send him back to be an analyst. I want Stan you know, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Stan coach. Tolan Watson the coach. Uh, game passed him by. No, the game just couldn't keep up with him. Yeah. <laughs> They don't want to – Zion's not happy in New Orleans. Is that where he got fired from, the Pelicans? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, it, was, it was, was Zion ever going to be happy in New Orleans? Come on. No, I mean, it was the most obvious thing ever. Yeah. There, there was probably – there should have been an over-under for one when Zion demanded a trade. I mean, I figured it would have been after <laughs> at least, like, year two or three, but, I mean, I, he's getting it out of the way now. Yeah, one of the rumors of him being unhappy, that would have been, that would have been the call. One new thing, and it came out today. Like family members are saying, he's not happy in New Orleans. I went, yeah. Once the family members start, you know, uh, leaking this information, yeah, your 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 days are numbered. Yeah, I'll see you in L.A. <laughs> well, I'll probably see you in New York, but we'll see you in L.A. New York, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. He's gonna go play with uh, Dame in New York next year. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Dame Dame is signed through twenty twenty five. He's not a free agent? Dame? I don't think so. I think they signed him long-term. I thought Lillard was a free agent going into this offseason. Ah, shit. I thought he was signed. I thought there was rumors of him maybe being unhappy and they would trade him. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, shit. He's playing for USA in the Olympics. Need him. Damian Lillard contract. Yeah, it's up. It, it, that contract is up. He's he's up twenty twenty one. That's it. Is he really a free agent? Yeah, contract was five years. One, two, three. He signed it. In, he signed it at the age twenty six, and this is the year it came up, man. You sure he didn't sign an extension? Oh, upcoming contract extension. What is this? Yeah, he's under contract through 2025. Well, what the hell is this? He's making $40 million a year. Still could be unhappy, though. Money doesn't buy everything. I don't understand this website, then. This says current contract, and then this, the next thing says upcoming contract extension. Hmm. Is that like a play, is that like an option? I don't know how. I don't know how NBA contracts work. How they work. So Ian Eagle last night, two awesome calls on the stretch. Seamless. 
smooth, crisp. Terrence Mann came in for an and one awesome dunk with like four, three, four minutes left. Mm-hmm. He was like literally a man's jam. And then uh, Reggie Jackson had an awesome game last night. He went in, got an and one down the stretch, big moment. And he just goes, Reggie Jackson is Mr. June. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He's, uh, I, hope he, I hope he does the West or the East Finals, Eastern Conference so, Finals. He somehow has like that ability to do the uh like the like a bad dad joke, but he just nails it though. It's an art, it's a skill. Yeah. yeah. He's very good. He's excellent at it, yeah. Uh, So the big free agents, uh, Chris Paul and Kawhi. Lowry. Kawhi. What's the deal with Kawhi, man? I was shocked they won last night. What's the deal with – I kind of buried the lead there. What's the deal with Kawhi? I don't know, man. Uh, Is he going to play or is he done for the series? They're, they're saying it could be a torn ACL. Oh, yeah, he's done. But I don't know. It's rumor. I, it sounds like he's done. And, I mean, I don't know. It's a bad job by Utah losing to them last night. I feel like they got to win game six, L.A. I, I still give Utah a shot. I wanted to see the I wanted, I wanted to see Kawhi, but without Kawhi, the, the Clippers lose all appeal to me. At least, I don't see Paul George just – Getting smoked in Phoenix. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, now then they're the scrappy underdogs. True. They'll probably, I mean, yeah, get, they'll probably get stomped. Oh, yeah, they'll probably get stomped anyway. I feel like they would get crushed. That's down 10. They have 77 points. Do so you think it's Utah's year? Uh, I still think Utah has a shot. I still think Utah has a shot Ooh, hard in that down. series. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put poor dirt on them yet. I still think Philly has a shot, too. Like, I don't know. I'm, full, I'm fully prepared to have to root for Milwaukee next round against Philly. Fully prepared. <laughs> yeah. That's tough to do, man. A team that eliminates your team but goes up against a team that is absolutely unlikable and one of the more hated I went for the ball there. Um, one of the more hated franchises that you come across. Philly, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Got to, I mean, you're basically at that point, you're rooting for the West, really. Uh, may, yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I, I don't know. I know Milwaukee's kind of – it's been a little chippy this series. I don't really hate Milwaukee yet. Game seven, we'll see. It could come to that. What uh wait a second, who, who would you root who would you root for them over in a finals though? And I don't really like Chris Paul. State Farm I have no love for Phoenix. State State Farm syndrome? Uh he's done, right? No, he's come back. <laughs> it's fine. And then, uh, well, no, Utah. I do like Utah. I like Donovan Mitchell. So I probably, I guess I'd root for Utah. But I mean, it's Utah. I probably just wouldn't watch the finals, to be honest. I hate the Utah fans. That's what, you know what, that's what gets me into these games. 
It's, I just I cannot stand other teams' fans. I don't necessarily like our, my fans, you know, t- the fans of my team that much. But I, I can't stand other teams' fans more than anything. Right. These assholes in Milwaukee. And look at those schmucks standing out in the fucking square or whatever the fuck that is. You guys can't find a fucking sports bar? There's not a Buffalo Wild Wings around Milwaukee? I guess not. That eh, could have been a charge. I mean, this game, forget it. Yeah, I'm pouring dirt on the nets. Yeah, well, listen, we knew they were going to have to win five and seven. I told you they're going to have to win five and seven. They weren't winning six. They're lucky, they're lucky to even be in a game seven right now because this team isn't that good right now. Yeah, Milwaukee's lucky to be in a fucking game seven right now because they should have lost a uh, game. Oh, what game was that? Game three? three. Yeah, they should have lost game three. All right, so we're even. We're right where we should be then. Fair enough. And uh, I don't know if I have much – I mean, Durant's going to have to go nuts again. And there's yeah, – Kyrie's done for the series. We just hope that Harden's a little – get Harden out of there at this point. Just get him out of there. Get Durant out of there. Yeah. You're, you're 30 seconds away from pulling – just pull him. Just get him off the court now. Durant, Harden, out, and just, you know, leave the other three guys with two other scrubs. 92, 77, 650. You got it. I'm you calling it. it. Yeah, you I'm got calling it. it. You got a game. Just get, it, get, go, get ready for game seven. Get ready to go home. Defend your home court. It's all right. It's a home court series. We expected a home court series. That's uh, what we got. Game three was killer, man. The game three was tough because it was there for the taking. Yeah. But, I mean, it's why you play for home court advantage all year. At least why you're supposed to play for home court advantage all year. I don't know, who, I don't know if they really tried or if they just kind of lucked out. I mean, if they don't score this possession, it's got, it's got to go. Get everybody's got to go. I bet those – man, they're still trying. No, get him out of there. Get, get him out. Nash, don't be stupid, Nash. I mean, now, God forbid, somebody, like, twists an ankle or something. Yeah, I mean, he might call a timeout after he hits – I thought that was going in. Yep. Yep. Timeout. Yeah. Timeout and everybody's coming out. I saw him look to his consigliere there. Uh, It was D'Antoni or somebody. He's like, timeout. Yep. (laughs) Timeout. Yeah. That's going to do it. Oh, yeah. We will see you Saturday. Yep. Die another slow death on Saturday. I mean, this team – I mean, it just shows you, man. You need stars to win in this league. Oh yeah, that's the not a secret. Not a secret, and the and the the Bucks have better role players. That's what it comes down to. The Nets won the other night because they had better a better star. Yeah, Bucks won tonight because they had better role players. They just have you know Middleton, Holiday. Those guys are better than what the Nets have. Yeah. Well. I think with that, man, you got anything else for tonight? That's it. All right. Well, as always, the faithful, thank you for listening, tuning in, spending the time with us. We will talk to you on Monday. Till then, Ant. Yeah, thanks for listening. Happy Father's Day to all, and uh, catch you next week. So I know this team has won two games in a row. Let me ask you a fucking question. Maybe three. Maybe three. Let me ask you a question. All right. Do we really need to trade 
a fucking shitbag player to for a hundred grand? Are we really doing a trade for a hundred thousand dollars? Oh, Mike Ford. <laughs> what is the fucking problem with this franchise where they get like, oh, you want Mike Ford? Yeah, pay this, just give us a few bucks. A hundred grand. What the fuck kind of trade is this? Player to be named later could be. Uh, I don't know. Man, I just when when they when they throw the cash in there, it makes it to me. It makes them look like desperate. Like they got to. Oh, we got to we got to pay our electric bill. You know, can we get a few bucks for for Mike Ford? Yeah, like it, it really looks. It's like you're trading sexual favors for drugs. What is? What is the uh, Mike Ford equivalent of a sexual favor? What's the sexual favor equivalent of Mike Ford? Oh, it's over. They did win, so that's three in a row. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. It's like a dime bag. It's like a dime bag for a hand job. A hand job from uh, uh, from like a seven-year-old guy with calluses all over his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to be hitting third for them when he goes over now? Uh, he's going to be Yankee killer for sure. I don't know. That would bother me only because Mike Ford is terrible. That would that would eat at me. Like G-Man Choi, I could like kind of live with because I think he's got a little something. Mike Ford would bother me. Well, I just it just makes sense that he would. <laughs> no, it definitely. I mean, it was a running joke on Twitter today. It's like Mike Ford's gonna it's gonna be the new curse of the Bambino. <laughs> Cause what, what was it? Ruth wasn't Ruth sold for like a hundred k or something on a napkin <laughs> at the same price. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for, I wouldn't trade Mike Ford for a hundred thousand and a piece of toilet paper. So yeah, it's uh, I don't know why you would trade him to. Um, what do you call it? I don't know why you trade him to Tampa. It doesn't make much sense. Well, you keep the lights on. That's why it's some bullshit. It is such. It is ridiculous. Hundred grand. Mike Ford's like collateral. It's like a mortgage. You're putting up Mike Ford as collateral, so you could uh, pay off your loan shark. That's what it felt feels like. I, I, it was. Per, I, I don't know. I'm perplexed by some of the some of the things Cashman does. It's that's one of them. Like the Talkman one is obviously perplexing, and this one was like, what? Mike Ford to the Rays? What doesn't? Why? You, so you're saying like why you, you're saying like it was Tampa the, the I just want to know how that trade happened. I just want to know how it happened. Like you couldn't have traded him anywhere else. Why are you even doing business with the Rays? Who reaches out to who? I think Tampa called. Like is Mike Ford available? Or do you think it, a, it sounds like a prank phone call? <laughs> 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 Cashman just hangs up the phone. Yeah. I'd hang up. I'd be like, ah, goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you think that Brian Cashman has a terrible gambling problem and he needed like a few bucks uh, to quiet his loan chart. I mean, it's the, it's the best explanation I can come up with. All right, I'm going with it. I, I'm, telling everybody, I just, I'm telling everybody to know that I heard from somebody that I heard Brian Cashman has a gambling problem. I, he's got a problem. That's, that's he's got a problem. All right. That's true. Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, real I quick, know. real quick, you heard there's uh, to follow up on last episode. You heard there's a Sally's coming near you. 
near where you work? No, I didn't know that. They're doing a Oh yeah, franchised out. Wow. We know they had new ownership, right? Take over within the last year, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Coming on. Uh, it's right around the corner from uh, Bobby V's in Stanford. Huh. Summer Street. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when, there's a there's a place there that had pizza places come in and out over a couple of years, and none of them worked out. Maybe that's the place. But it was always like those places were always like a. Did lunchtime deals, like two slices and a soda for five bucks, like shit like that. So I don't know how Sally's is going to play there. Seventeen. Well, I think they're making it very – it's a very modern – like I heard it was going to be like cocktails and craft beers and like a full bar. It's, it's like going to be like a restaurant, I feel like. Oh. But they said have no fear. It's going to be Sally's. I'm sure. Huh. Interesting. Let me see. Let me see. I can get the location on summer. I wonder. Uh, I mean, I've only been to a few of the other Peppies, but I wonder if any of the Peppies have kind of modern, you know, gentrified like the way that Sally's looks like they're going. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, the one in Mohegan was Mohegan, right? That one is pretty standard. The one in, yeah, it's uh, it's like the same type of tables. I feel like it's it's yeah. yeah, it feels like you're in a little Peppies. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've only been to that one. I went to one of the Yonkers, which was years ago, but it was you know just an you know, normal looking place. Yeah, same deal. Um, I mean, what's there's one in like, but like now, like people who are like who have taken shots at Peppies now, who are Sally's people, can't really say much, right? You just like you're yeah. be, you're you're slowly becoming the evil empire now too. You're just you have to kind of embrace it. I mean, it's, it's not going away. You can't. Yeah, I mean, you you got to just own it now. New owners, man, they wanted to cash in. You can't blame them. <laughs> you know, it's just they wanted to cash in. So where is okay? Where is this place? Summer Street. Summer Street. I saw it was pretty close to. To Bobby V's, like it's probably like a five minute walk. Not even five minutes. Yeah, I know where I know where this is. And the, the, they didn't give a date for when it's opening. They said it's we're not. They're not sure yet. There's like nothing over here. I don't think. I don't think there's anything. I think there's a liquor store near, like on this block that it's on. I mean, I know like the restaurants around it, and there's a there's a theater over here, like a movie theater. But uh, it, this block there's like nothing he, like on this particular block, so they're taking over this area here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanford is very uh, boy. It's the word. Everything has got to have like that modern cuteness to it. I think most a lot of, like New Haven's like that. Yeah, I mean it was just it's just that one little street, Worcester Street. <laughs> but everywhere else is you know hipsterish. Modern, yeah, Bobby, whatever you want to call it. Bobby V's is a little hipsterish, but it's a, it's a great sports bar, and they have that upstairs bar. That it's, it's hipsterish like, by it's hipsterish by like OTB standards, right? Well, the upstairs can feel like a little bit like a dive bar. It's not dirty enough, and it's not dank enough, but it'll do. 
And that's where all the gamblers hang out. So it kind of scares away some of the, you know, pussy ass young kids and stuff. <laughs> well, that place is so big that it's almost like three different places, right? It's a restaurant, <laughs> bar, and then you have the bar slash OTB upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah I, I forget about the fucking restaurant. The front part is a restaurant. and don't even remember that exists. Right. It looks like a Buffalo Wild. Like, then you go upstairs and it's like it feels completely different. Yeah, upstairs is great. Yeah, I think that's just the way they got it. I think that's just the way that it's, it's going. Yeah. And then pizza is just going to fall, fall in order. Fall in line. Yeah, I had um, – on Sunday I went to uh, – well, Modern Refuge had their their acoustic duo playing. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, and they played at a uh, – I mean, are you watching the post-game interview right now? No, I have the Nets on. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather watch this than Boone Presser. No, I don't, still, I don't think Meredith Morocco's ever looked so good. Oh, oh, I've always been a Meredith yeah, guy. Yeah, I never had a problem with her, but tonight she's uh, – Got the all black, and I'm like intimidated a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, leather. The leather opened. Yep, it's the earrings. That's what it is. Oh, I'll tell you okay. right now. Yeah, I'm sold. Yep, the earrings can make or break sometimes. The hoops, big <laughs> earrings. Um. So I went to. So at, they're at you know at a um barbecue know, place. A barbecue place, and it's like a yeah. I'm going Saturday. I I, I want to check it out. Yeah, it's it's nice. The barbecue. I'm going to give the barbecue like, a, I don't know, six and a half out of ten. It's not great okay. barbecue. It's good. Damn, I'll right. just get a sandwich. I don't even know where to get the barbecue, like where a good barbecue is around here, to be honest with you. Texas. Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been to Fort Worth, and it's, it's, like, it's awesome. Like, it, you can't compare the two, obviously. Yeah. You know, but it's. You could tell you could tell why like they talk about barbecue down there. But yeah, go ahead. Well, I think it's St. Louis barbecue, and I've had barbecue in St. Louis, and it's nothing close to that barbecue. That that yeah, that's the problem. If you've had it good somewhere else, you kind of have to learn like just create it on a curve. Yeah, it was fine. Whatever. So it was yeah. fine by Connecticut standards. Yeah, it's edible. What'd um, you get? Was brisket? Yeah, I did the brisket because I'm a big brisket fan, but this it's like it just didn't stack up. And I got um we tried the ribs and we tried I got a bunch of shit just because it was the four of us. So we just I just got a bunch we could all kind of pick. Uh I got kielbasa, which is pretty good. Um I forgot other meats. I like mac and cheese and stuff. A little sampler. Yeah, basically. So what was wrong with the place? Well, I, I – so it, I got there – I forget what time you said. Maybe I got there at 1.30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I go to the bar. And I was like – I was in the mood. I was up all night the night before. Drove back home. And I was in the mood for a Bloody Mary. I ordered the Bloody. Or so I ordered a Bloody Mary, glass of Prosecco for my wife, and mm-hmm. then two Shirley – yeah, two Shirley Temples for the kids, right? Gotcha. Guy disappears. And <laughs> Four drinks, man. Prosecco is easy. The uh, Shirley Temples are easy. Fucking three ingredients. Right. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, we're out of Bloody Mary mix. Okay, all right. And then he just walks away. I'm like, can you let me fucking order my drink, my next drink that I want? Like, I got to give me a second to figure out. So he just walks away. It doesn't give me like any option, just disappears. 
And then I'm like, comes back a minute later. I was like, oh, I guess I'll have a margarita. Order that. And then he's making, then he's going back. He's making like three people's drinks at once. Meanwhile, like the, I think the kids had their drink, but my wife didn't have the Prosecco yet. And I was just like, maybe the worst bartender I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man, that's disappointing. Maybe. Yeah. Having a hard time getting accustomed back to people walking up to a bar and ordering oh, drinks. Man. Well, luckily, the, the girl outside was there's another bar outside. She was good. And the other bartender inside it was pretty good. So Okay, was, so there's multiple bars at this place. Because I was worried about the, uh, you know, how, how the operation. I would just order beer. Don't get a fucking mixed drink. That, that was my plan. Find something on yeah. tap. Yeah. Just go right. that way. Deal. Go. We might see it. I don't know. We got a graduation party. Um, but we're going yeah. to we're gonna see if we can stop by on the way back. We'll see. Oh, late visit. Yeah, I don't know. I might, I might be the opposite. I might be early and out. Well, it's game, it's game seven now. Like, I got to oh, plus the dog. I got to watch the dog. It's, gonna, it's 8.30, I believe. There are TVs there, but uh, – yeah, nah, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying I got to be home for tip off. It's just you know I'd like to be home for most of the game. Miss the first quarter. I believe I I believe I looked ahead and I saw an eight thirty tip off. Yeah, so that means like eight forty, really. I don't yeah, tonight it was like eight fifty. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. What's it seven to ten? That's the uh, set. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be good. If, you, if you're home by 930, you'll be good. Yeah, that's, that's my plan. Maybe grab a pulled pork sandwich to go. Brisk, or no, I want to try the brisket. But I don't know that you didn't really endorse it. They get there, see, here's a problem. Like, they want you to have the sauces, right? And that's not – don't rely on the sauces. Like, the sauces can be good. But I feel like they, they want you to get the sauces so you can kind of... Nah, it's the same as Big Mac. I mean, come on, it's barbecue. Definitely do the ghost pepper, whatever that one was. The ghost pepper sauce was nice. Ghost pepper sauce. I think it was ghost this pepper. Is, you got to pay extra for all these sauces? No, nah, they just offer it to you when, you when you're checking out. Okay, so uh, all right. And you get whatever. I don't think I... Well, I should have asked. I don't think I paid extra for it. <laughs> <laughs> ghost pepper was fucking $12. Yeah, dipped it like... Four, four times into it. No, I think it's just like different sauces. I don't think it's anything extra. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, you know what? It's not extra because I went back up and got some. I got because I only got the hot ones. I was like, oh, yeah, I got something that's not hot. And I went back up, but they didn't charge me. Okay. All right. I got I to review it. You're able to get a table? No problem? Yeah, it was a Sunday afternoon, though. I don't know. Oh, it's gonna be like, I don't know it's going to be like on a Saturday yeah. night. I'm going to have to size it up and see if I got to go with a to go order. Oh, and you order, you do it in line, like at, like at a barbecue place down in St. Louis. Oh, that's how it is. You get a tray, so that's yeah. sort of. Yep. And then the bar is separate from that. Yeah. Yep. But you can order it to go, though, and I'll make it to go. All right. No, you don't need it. Maybe, maybe you don't need to try it. Yep. All right. Good to know. What are the, give me odds tomorrow, pina coladas. Come, come try some rum. Um, I gotta say it depends because the dog depends. 
Bring the dog. All right. I'll get back to you in the morning. Nice. Ah, six six fifty is the latest you get back to me. PM. <laughs> All right. Deal. All right. That's what time you get home. I'll be home by seven. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Let me get this out. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Amen. All right. All right. Peace. Shit.